Uh, we're going to get into the Bible again tonight. So if you didn't bring one, why don't you hold up your hand and let our ushers get one to you. Very important, particularly tonight, that you have a Bible. We're going to look at a number of scriptures. We're going to go from one to the other. And I'm going to ask you to read them with me. So uh, if you didn't bring a Bible, please take the time, make the effort to turn to the scripture and find a, you know, get with us. Let your eyes rest on them because uh, you will be tested on this material. It's not a joke. <laughs> you will be in life. And uh, you want to pass these tests by standing on the word. Uh, Luke 5 is our text. Luke 5. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. He is so good. Luke 5. We've been on this subject for uh, a few weeks now. This is actually, tonight's going to be what, our 17th point? (laughs) Something like that. Luke 5, are you there? Everybody there? Luke 5, verse 12. We've got some red letters down in here. Hmm? And we have the utmost respect for these red letters. Luke 5 and 12, it came to pass when he, Jesus, was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him saying, Lord, if you will, if you will, you can make me clean. Now, we've entitled this series, God's Will to Heal. And we are looking at scripture after scripture to answer this question. Is it God's will to heal today? Is it God's will to heal all? Is it God's will to heal you now? That's the question we're answering. And we're not answering it with what you think or what I think, even though I'm speaking. We're answering it with scriptures. Hmm? Write this down or get it etched in your thinking. Uh, let 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 me get to it first here, I guess. How can you find the will of God? How can you ascertain the will of God? This is one of the most sought after and one of the most perplexing issues to millions and you get some of the most conflicting answers about it how can I find the will of God how can I get the will of God I'm going to give you the answer right now right here no need to look any further you find the will of God from the word of God don't let that be too simple for you How do I get the will of God? How do I find the will of God? You find the will of God from the word of God. Every time. In every case. What if you say, well, you know, I wonder what Brother Keith's will is about that. And you talk to somebody else that knows me. What do you think his will is? I don't know. I saw him do this one time. I heard somebody say they thought he thinks this. Well, 
What you need to do is hear it from me. Ask me. And when you hear what I tell you, then you know. Beyond any question. You heard my words, then you know my will. And if I don't change on you, it's going to stay that way. Well, God does not change. And once he has told you his will, you don't have to ask anybody else. You don't have to be concerned about it changing. Where do you find the will of God? In the word of God. How can you ascertain and find the will of God for any area of your life? You must get the word of God. Now, don't forget this. Who is the word? Jesus is the word. So he is the will of God. We're going to be talking about that. But uh, you find the will of God in the word of God. In talking about this, I know we've gone over numerous times, but we're really going to reach down and touch the foundation of it, I believe, this evening. How to find the will of God. We've already given you the answer. Tell me again. How are you going to find the will of God? How are you going to find out if it's God's will for you to be healed or not? Huh? Get people to pray. And see what they get in prayer. On it. Ask other people that have been through what you're going through. Hmm? And see what they found out. Or what they think. Is the will of God. This is one of the most tangled issues in humanity. And some of the largest religions in the world, including a large part of Christianity, believe that everything that happens is the will of God. That's one of the things I despise about some of these uh, ungodly religions. Everything that happens is some way or another the will of God. No matter what you do, the effects of it is the will of God. No matter what you didn't do, ever how it turned out, was the will of God. And I'm not just talking about people with other religions. Christians will look at you and go, well, God has a purpose, a reason. For everything. Now what does that mean? Let's analyze it. What do you mean by that? You're saying that God was in it. Everything that happened. No matter how it turned out. No matter which way. God was in it. If it happened. It was the will of God. And it couldn't have happened. Unless it was the will of God. So if it happened. It was the will of God. Well, how are people ascertaining the will of God in that case? How are people ascertaining the will of God? By what happened. They are saying that what happened shows me the will of God. That's not what I just told you. What did we start off with? How do you find the will of God? Not by what happens or doesn't happen, but by what? By the word of God. Now, I've had people come down fighting mad after me talking like this. And say, ah, preacher, 
you're wrong. Everything that happens is God's will and God has a purpose in it. Okay. Is that right? Everything. 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 It's kind of like this fellow one time was talking about they kept having these accidents at the factory. And uh, several of them in a row, serious. And they put some new, you know, guidelines in place. And they already had some in place and put some new safety equipment up. And one fellow's trying to say, well, you know, it's just the mysterious will of God. And the foreman said, well, you know, I have found that when people follow the rules, it's not his will to take nearly so many of them. <laughs> people follow the safety rules. Somewhere or another, it's not God's will to take as many of them. Like the one fellow was saying, you know, well, when your time comes, you go in. And everybody's got their time, and when your time comes, boy, we're kicking sacred cows tonight, are we? I mean, <laughs> that's what the Bible said. It is not what the Bible said. Bible did. The Bible said it is appointed unto man one time to die. The Bible teaches you can do things that will add years to your life. You can do things that will shorten your life. The Bible does. But people have their own ideas. And so this guy was trying to say all that because he didn't want to fly. And they was trying to talk him into getting the airplane. And the guy said, well, you know, it's not going to happen to you till your time comes. You know, no matter what. And he sat there, man, he said, well, what if we get up there and it comes time for you to die? <laughs> the pilot. <laughs> How's that going to work? No. This men have come up with these beliefs so they could shirk their responsibilities. So that no matter what I do and what kind of results I have, it's God's will. No matter what I didn't do, it's the will of God. No, friend, listen to me. God gave us a free will. He gave us the ability to choose. And that is why all of the tragedy is in the earth. All of the horror and the murder and the stealing and killing and all the terrible stuff. Why is it? It's not because it's the will of God. You want to know the will of God? We've already talked about it. Garden of Eden was the will of God. Right? What's the will of God? Heaven is the will of God. Right? He said, pray, thy will be done. What? On earth, how? Just like it is in heaven. Two things, several things there, but two things to notice. One, why would you need to pray that the will of God would be done if it was already being done? Hmm? And then also, pray it how? How would it be done? God doesn't have two separate wills, one for the earth and one for heaven. He wants the same. He never changes. Garden of Eden, heaven, now, tomorrow, he doesn't change, doesn't need to. He's perfect. He's right. He's always been right. But why is all this stuff going on in the earth? Because man has a free will and has chosen to disobey God. And the wages of sin is death and death is in the earth and destruction. And it's not the will of God and it never was. One of these days, praise God, soon and very soon, he's coming back. He's going to fix this thing. Amen. And there's going to be no more sorrow, no more crying, no more pain, no more dying. 
And we will live in the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Don't, don't be perturbed with me. Don't get upset with me. I'm, I love you. <laughs> and don't make it a me and you issue. Don't. Prove me wrong with the Bible. You know? Well, I got a right to believe what I decide to believe just like you do. No, you don't. Neither one of us do. If we're Christians, we're told to believe the Bible, to believe this. Nothing else is acceptable. He is not just our Savior. He is our Lord. That means that you do what he says. Well, we've been looking at this, how to answer this question about the will of God. And when this man came and said, Lord, I, I, I know you can do it. I know you can make me clean. If you will. What did Jesus say? Come on, tell me what he said. Red letters? Red letters? Jesus put forth his hand and he touched him and he said. He said, now this is a very complex issue. And I don't want you to misunderstand by me ministering to you and think that it's always God's will to do this. But we're making an exception with you today. God has smiled on you and and really you don't have anything to do with this. I'm just proving that I'm the son of God and you happen to be at the right place at the right time. Hmm? He could have said all kinds of things, couldn't he? What did he say? Short and sweet. To the point. I will. Friends, this is the answer. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if he said it then, he says it now. If he said it to him, he'll say it to you. What if you say, Lord, is it your will to heal me? Can you read? What did he say? I will. I will. Has he changed? He's still saying I will. Is there a respecter of persons? Then if he said I will to him, what will he say to you? He'll have to say the same thing. Or else he's making a difference between one person and the other. And the Bible said he doesn't do that. I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now what if you'd have caught this man, this man who was a leper near death's door the day after or that afternoon and said, could you help me? I'm trying to decide if it's God's will for me to be healed or not. <laughs> what would he tell you? He will. Huh? You think he'd look at you and go, well, you do, you'll have to pray about it. No. And say, no, what's he said? I talked to him and I asked him that same question myself. Right? And he said, he didn't even mince words. He didn't even hesitate. He just looked at me and said, I will. And I got healed. So yeah, yeah. I already got your answer right now. He told me I will. Now, uh, we've looked at how many reasons already? Sixteen reasons. If I start reviewing them, I get to preaching on them. And that takes up the time for the other one. But we saw that God's word is medicine. We saw a strong spirit will sustain you. We saw the original creation. We saw God's will in heaven. We saw the origin of sickness. That sickness is the work of the devil. We've got a covenant of healing. The eternal names of God. Sickness is a curse. Healing in the types of redemption. Healing in redemption itself. Healing in the first fruits. The fatherhood of God. Healing is the children's bread. 
the mercy of God. And last week we shouted about authority. Hallelujah. We're sure it's God's will for all of us to be healed because he gave us authority over demons and disease. Huh? He wouldn't have given us the authority if he didn't want us to use it. If he'd wanted us to be sick, he sure wouldn't have given us the authority and power over the sickness. Like I said, you know, you got a grizzly bear bearing down on you. Somebody give you a high-powered rifle and says, now, don't use this. <laughs> we just want, what did you give it to me for? Just hold on to it and be comforted. <laughs> and let the bear kill me? Nah, I'm going to use it. He gave us authority and power. What should we do? We should use it. Now, let's go on. Number 17. We are sure that it is God's will for all of us to be healed today because of the ministry of Jesus. Turn with me to uh, John 6 and then also Matthew 4. John 6 and then Matthew 4. The ministry of Jesus. John 6, 30. I believe it is. John 6, 38. Jesus said, I came down from heaven to do what? Not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. So is it safe to say that everything Jesus did was the will of the Father. Don't turn there, but in John 14, 10, he said, the words I speak to you, I speak not of myself. The Father that dwells in me, he does the works. John 8, 28 and 29, he said, you'll know that I am he and I do nothing of myself, but as my Father has taught me, I speak these things. I do always those things that please him. Now here's the statement. Based on this truth. Jesus' ministry. Everything he said and did. Is a direct revelation. Of the will of God. The unchanging will of God. For all men. For all time. Many people don't believe that. You might think. Don't believe that? Absolutely. Millions of Christians don't believe what I just said. Let me go over it again slowly. Jesus' ministry, everything he said and everything he did is a direct revelation of the unchanging will of God for all men, for all time. You believe that or not? Well, why would you say, Brother Keith, millions of Christians don't believe that? They don't. They don't believe that. They believe that he did things to prove he was the son of God. And it's not necessarily for everybody. All the time. They believe that he did it to demonstrate his deity. To demonstrate that he is the Christ. But the scripture never says this. Does it? He could have said it if he wanted to. What did he say? 
I didn't come to do my own will. I don't speak my own words. I don't, in other words, I don't do what I decide to do. What are you doing then, Jesus? The will of the Father. Does the Father change? He said, I am God. I do not change. I change not. Why am I saying this? If you read about it and you hear Jesus say it and you see Jesus do it in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you know that's God's will for you. Do we or not? I'm going to say it again. The ministry of Jesus, everything he said, everything he did is a direct revelation of the unchanging will of God for all men for all time. If you ever heard him say it, it's God's will for you. If you ever saw him do it, it is the will of God for you. Did we ever hear him say anything about healing? We just read one thing here. He said what? I will. Did we ever see him do anything in the area of healing? Oh, a big part of his ministry was ministering healing to people, wasn't it? If it was a little side thing and unimportant, he could have done something else. And if all he was doing was to demonstrate that he's the son of God, it wouldn't have took healing half the county. That's right. That's right. Just a few high profile cases. We're going to go through and look in the gospel accounts where Jesus healed people. And you know what we're going to keep seeing as we go through there? We're going to see words like everybody, anybody that wanted. All, we're going to see that word again and again, A-L-L, all, all. You know, if Jesus was going to prove his deity, he missed a great opportunity in his own hometown, (laughs) didn't he? I mean, if anybody want to look good, you want to look good at your home folks. Everybody wants to make good and... And then have everybody grew up with know about it. But the Bible said in his own hometown, Mark 6, 5 and 6, said he could there. Didn't say he chose not to. He could there do no mighty works. Went on to say he marveled at their unbelief. That Wouldn't that have been the perfect opportunity if they said, this is uh, the carpenter's son. This is Mary's boy. Who's he saying and he's anointed? He said, well, I'll just show you who I am. Because uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, didn't they quote to him this parable? Physician, heal yourself. The works that you've done in other places do here. They challenged him. Right. Oh, come on. Are y'all with this yeah. now? We're having a wrestling match with tradition tonight. I don't know if you know it or not, but ding, ding, here we go. <laughs> well, I just believe, no, listen, listen. Don't hold on so tight to your tradition that you make the word of God of no effect in your life. You're not obligated to believe a word I say. No, but if I'm quoting scripture... Don't cut it off. Even if it's real different from how you've thought, don't cut it off. Or that's why you're cutting the Lord off. They challenged Jesus, didn't they? In essence, they're saying, prove it. 
Prove it. We heard about these miracles you did in these other places. Do it here. Do it. Perfect opportunity for him to demonstrate, I am the son of God. And he did not. Bible said he could there. I'm quoting scripture. Could there do no mighty work. And that's not why these things happen. They happen to fulfill scripture. But they happen to reveal the will of God. That had always been that way. Well let's read the will of God. Are you ready? You find Matthew 4 yet? Let's read the will of God. If I see Jesus do it, what do I know? It's the will of God. If I hear him say it, what do I know? It is the unchanging will of God for all men for all time. Let's just back up here. We've given you already, now we're on reason number 17 from the Bible. We've given you much scripture on every one of them. Why we are sure it's God's will for all to be healed. Yet many more millions of people believe it's not always God's will to heal than we do. Believe it is his will. We're in the minority. Hmm? But have you ever heard anybody give 30 biblical reasons why we are sure it's not always God's will to heal? (laughs) Or even 15? Or even 10? Yet we're the ones that's got so much to prove. Did you hear what I just said now? Why? Because people are ascertaining the will of God by what? What has happened. They are not going to the word to get the will of God. They are ascertaining the will of God by what has happened or what hasn't happened. Uh, Every one of us have a choice all the time. In reading the word. That's why you need to read the word on a regular basis. Because if you'll do it. And if you'll read it honestly and openly. You will see things in here. That you don't see here. In your life. Hmm? Have you done it before? You're reading stuff in there. I mean maybe you're reading about tithing. And it says I'm going to rebuke the devourer. And open the windows of heaven. And pour out so much blessing on you. You don't have room enough to receive it. And you're going. I got plenty of room. (laughs) <laughs> Plenty of room. Or you're reading in, uh, you know, uh, they all the Holy Ghost fell and they all got filled with the Spirit and they spoke with other tongues. And you go, I don't speak in tongues. Never felt like speaking in tongues. Hmm? Or you read with uh, long life, I'll satisfy you. Show you my salvation. Took your infirmities, bore your sicknesses, carried your pains. By stripes you're healed. And you say, man, it don't look like it. It don't feel like it. They say it ain't going to happen. You got a choice. I said you got a choice. You can ascertain the will of God from what you're seeing and hearing and feeling and what somebody else has heard and felt. And it's easier to try to water down the Bible to match your experience. Or lack of experience. It takes faith to read this book and see it's saying here and I'm here. It's saying all this and I'm saying I never even heard about it, much less experienced it. And you can take the easy way out 
And there are myriads of books and educated people that will explain it for you. Why it's not going to happen. And you can accept that and be with the majority and not get persecuted. And go with the flow. And not get your money and not get healed and not get your miracle. Or, 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 or you can say, I am believing God to elevate my experience to match this. And I am standing for the perfect will of God. I'm going to hold out for the perfect will of God. Are you with me or not? Hold out for the perfect will of God. Settle for something else. Something less. It's easier to just try to explain it away. I'm so glad years ago I read and saw them speaking in tongues in the book of Acts. And I didn't. But I thought, well, there it is. I got supposed to have the same Holy Ghost they got. Part of the same church they're part of. These signs of following that believe, they'll speak with new tongues. I read it. Paul said, I think my God will speak with tongues more than you are. I think people forget. Peter was a tongue talker. Paul was a tongue talker. The Ephesians were tongue talkers. The Colossians were tongue talkers. The Philippians were tongue talkers. The Corinthians were tongue talkers night and day. Right? The New Testament is full of tongue talkers. That sounds foreign to people. But it's a fact. I said it's a fact. Yet, what have people done? They have watered it down and explained it to match their lack of experience. I had a fellow one time come try to take me to task about it. You know how it's all passed away and da da da. It's funny that when the passage they try to quote in 1 Corinthians 13, they forget all those other things that are mentioned in there. They're not passed away, but they pull this one out, and, and it is. And, uh, and finally I stopped him. I said, Well, I said, Brother, you ever spoke in tongues? No. I said, Do you have any experience in the matter at all? He said, No. I said, I do. <laughs> <laughs> huh? It'd be like if you're not a pilot, you're gonna come and straighten me out about flying, and you don't have, you never flew, you don't know anything no, about it. No, no, no. That's a fool. You've never done it, you don't know anything about it, but you're gonna correct and straighten somebody else out that does it every day. Well, just moving right along. <laughs> Somebody say glory to God. eh? Everybody take a good breath. But take a deep breath. Glory to God. Say we love the Lord. We love each other. (laughs) We love the Bible. We love the word. Matthew chapter 4. Somebody say what are you saying? You trying to imply? Uh, Are you trying to suggest? Uh. What are you trying to say? <laughs> Nothing that you should be upset about. Uh, trying to say something wrong with me if I don't speak in tongues? No, no, no. That I'm not saved if I don't speak in tongues? No. You have to be saved uh, to be a candidate to receive. 
No. I'm saying whether it's that or it's prosperity or it's healing or it's anything, don't try to explain it away because you don't have it. That's right. That's right. Because you've never done it. Exactly. Hmm? Have enough humility. Humble yourself before the Word of God. And say, well, just because I hadn't done it or I hadn't seen it don't mean this is wrong. This is right. And Lord, I'm asking you, elevate my experience. Bring me up to this. Bring me up to this. And we'll be doing that the rest of our life. Matthew 4. Tell me what we're looking for here. We're looking to see what Jesus did. And when we see it, what will we find out? The unchanging will of God for all men for all time. Matthew 4. And verse 23, 423, now this is where I particularly, I want everybody with their Bible, please, following us, find the place, I want you to see it so you make sure I read it right, check me, watch me, and every time we see the word all or every in reference to somebody getting healed, I want you to say it out loud with me so we don't miss it. Matthew 4, 23. Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and what? Healing what? All manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. Now let's just stop right here. How many believe it's still the will of God for there to be teaching? Yes. Is it still the will of God for there to be preaching the gospel? Yes. Then why do we drop the last one? Why would you drop the last one? Somebody said, oh yeah, that was the will of God. He was showing the will of God. We're supposed to be teaching and preaching. Well, why leave off the last one? His fame went throughout all. Yeah, I'm still going. Syria. And they brought unto him. Come on, are you with me? They brought unto him. How many? All sick people that were taken with divers diseases and torments and those that were possessed with devils and those that were lunatic and them that had the palsy and he healed them. Them refers to what? The all that they brought. Didn't say he healed part of them. He healed them. Them who? The all that came. Now how many people got healed this day? Where are the unlucky ones? None. What about the ones that it wasn't time for their healing to, huh? Or it wasn't the will of God. God was teaching them something. How many people got healed here this day? A bunch. And all. Keep going. Matthew, you're there in chapter 4. Go to the 8th chapter. Now go ahead and find Luke 4, because we're going to read Luke's account when we read this one. It's the same happening, but Luke said it a little bit differently than Matthew. We're going Matthew 8 and Luke 4, just going to turn right from one to the other. Matthew 8, Luke 4. Don't let this be too simple for you tonight. Uh, Let it get in your spirit. How would you know if it was working in your spirit? You get excited about it every time. When you sit there and yawn and go, huh, ho, hum, I've heard all this before. Ooh, you need it real bad and don't know it. (laughs) Matthew 8. 
Are you there? Matthew 8, 16. When the even was come, they brought to him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed a bunch of them. Huh? Uh, 50, 60%. 99%. No, no. All means what? All means everybody included, nobody excluded. All means all. Healed all that were sick. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took our, whose? Whose? Not just theirs, our infirmities, and bore our sicknesses. And He's healing all in manifestation of that Scripture, and in manifestation of the unchanging will of God for all men, for all time. Luke's account, Luke 4. Says it like this. This is the same happening. Verse 40. Luke 4.40. When the sun was setting. A-L-L. All they that had any sick. Did you hear the language of this? Everybody that had anybody sick. With different diseases brought them to him. And he laid his hands on every one of them. And healed them. Glory to God. Where are the ones that didn't have enough faith? Where are the ones that it wasn't God's timing for? Where? Now, if it was even occasionally the will of God, or even rarely the will of God for somebody to be sick and stay sick, you would have seen it in Jesus' ministry. Wouldn't you? Because he said, I didn't come to do my own will. I do. I came to do the will of him that sent me. I only say what I hear him say. I only do what he shows me to do. Everything he did is a revelation of the will of God. And isn't that what the whole series is about? God's will to heal. How do we find his will? If you can't find the will of God looking at Jesus, where are you going to look? Hmm? And if we're going to say, well, no, sometimes it's his will and sometimes it's not. Well, we ought to be able to see it in the ministry of Jesus. Just, just one or two. A few that it wasn't time for. God was teaching them something. He was developing them with it. It wasn't the will of God. Where are they? There ought to be at least a few. Instead of that. We see all of them, all of them, every one of them, all of them, every one of them, all of them, every one of them, Bible, all of them, come on, say all of them, every one of them, all of them. Must say, yeah, but I know so and so, and he was a good man, and he prayed hard, and he didn't get healed. Hmm? Or I prayed hard myself for a long time, and I didn't get healed. Or I know so and so, he was a good preacher, good preacher, didn't get healed. So that proves the will of God. No, 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 no. You got to make up your mind now. 
Some say, well, everything that happens is the will of God. Well, people that don't believe on Jesus, people that are lost and go to hell, that's the will of God? Oh, no. No, no, wait a minute. You said everything. Everything that happens is the will of God. Can't have it both ways. I said you can't have it both ways. Well, no, they have to believe it and they have to receive it. Exactly. I had a fellow one time want to take me to task about these things. And, and he said, uh, we don't believe that. We don't preach that in our church. And he said, uh, I have never seen any healings. I said, hmm. <laughs> I said, y'all don't preach it. Y'all don't believe it. And you don't see any healings. No, I've never seen a healing. I said, we preach it. And we believe it. And I said, there's notebooks full of testimonies. <laughs> I pointed on the table. Wonder if there's a connection here. You don't believe it. You don't preach it. You don't have it. We believe it. We preach it. We have it. These signs don't follow them that doubt it and disown it and say it's passed away. These signs follow them that believe. Believe. Somebody say, I believe. I'm a believer. You believe this? You believe that all of them got healed? Every one of them got healed? What am I looking at? What are you looking at? We are looking at the, a direct manifestation of the unchanging will of God for all men for all time. Glory to God. Keep going. Ninth chapter of Matthew. How are you going to ascertain whether it's God's will for you to prosper or not? Where are you going to find if it's the will of God for you to be broke all your life? Or for you to be, you know, get along pretty good or not too little, not too much. Or for you to have abundance. Or for you to even be just flat rich. (laughs) Huh? How are you going to find that out? You know what most Christians are doing? Well, we'll just see what we see. Hmm? And you know, just if it's the Lord's will, I'm just whatever he wants. No, friend, it doesn't work that way. The Bible said in Ephesians, still talking about the Bible here, don't be unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. We're told we're supposed to find and receive the will of God and go after it. Go after it. The people that got healed in Jesus' ministry are not the people that stayed home and wondered about it. Huh? Not the people that sat in their bedroom and cried and sang Kumbaya. Don't forget me, precious Jesus. No, it's people that got up and through weakness and through obstacles pushed and reached and grabbed and took it. Come on now. The woman with the issue of blood. Jesus is not having a healing meeting. She didn't ask, is it your will for me to be healed? She didn't ask, can I get a healing? She just came and took one. Didn't she? Just pushed right up there and grabbed his of his garment and took her a healing. And felt in her body she was healed and backed up in the crowd and stood there smiling like the cat that got the canary and thought, oh, glory to God. 
God. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. And then she saw he is looking at me. <laughs> the Bible says she was afraid. Why? She thought he's going to want this back. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Because she didn't ask. Can I? May I? Should I? Is it your will? Thank God four theologians didn't get to her and explain to her that it may not be God's will. (laughs) She just pushed through and grabbed her a healing and slipped back in the crowd. And he said, who touched me? And the Bible said when all of them denied. So that means when he looked at her, she went. The Bible said all of them denied. It was an ordeal. You know what it was? Because he just, it was real touchy. It was uncomfortable. Because he just kept standing there going, somebody touched me. It got so uncomfortable, the disciples felt like they needed to step in. They came and they said, Jesus. They forgot who they were talking to, didn't they? Jesus. People, who knows how many people have touched you? What do you mean somebody touched? He said, somebody touched me. When you've heard from God, don't let people get you off of it. Somebody touched me. And uh, finally, she saw she couldn't be hit. She saw he is not leaving. He's not going to quit. And she came and fell down before him, told him all the truth. And instead of hearing him said, well, you should have asked first. Because it is not always, don't assume it's the will of God. Wouldn't that have been a perfect place? To establish that unscriptural doctrine that everybody believes? It would have been such a perfect opportunity, wouldn't it? Now, don't assume it's the will of God because it's not always the will of God. And you just, you know, <laughs> you just caught me at the right spot at the right time today. And um, no, no, what did he say? Daughter, relax. Be a good comfort. Your faith. Of all the things he could have said. He could have said my anointing because I'm the son of God. He could have said all kinds of. No. Your faith has made you whole. Go in peace. Be whole of this thing. Glory to God. And she did. She was. Tell me now. I just got through quoting scripture and referring to the story. You all know what's in there. What did we just get through looking at? What are we looking at there? We are looking at the unchanging will of God for all men for all time because if Jesus did it it's the will of God for everybody chapter 9 are you there Matthew 9 35 Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing Every sickness and every disease among the people. Skip down to chapter 10. And when he called to him his 12 disciples, he gave them authority or power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal a good many. Some. All manner of sickness and A-L-L. All manner of disease. Now this is not Jesus doing it. These are his disciples. 
People say, well, that's just Jesus. That's just Jesus. That's just, no, it's not just Jesus. It's these 12. We read later, it's another 70. And we read other beyond that. Oh, 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 well, it was the 12 too, but just the 12. Just the, no, it was the 70. Oh, oh, okay, well, it was the 70, but just the 70. <laughs> oh, the devil wants you to believe it. But last week, we saw plenty of scripture and saw how he, we've been given authority. He gave us authority. Now skip on over to the 12th chapter. We've already seen several, haven't we? What if you just keep seeing it again and again? You just keep seeing Jesus do it again and again. What might you assume? It's the will of God. Now if we had seen verse after verse where he told people, I'm sorry. I love you and God loves you and I know it's tough. But it's just not God's will for you to be healed. And you'll understand it better by and by. This is what millions of Christians believe. But where's it at? Why didn't he say it? Why didn't he do it? At least once in a while. Instead of just healing every one of them. Because if he just keeps healing everybody, we're going to get the idea that everybody's supposed to be healed. And then when we find out it's not always his will, oh, we're going to be disappointed and confused. Chapter 12. When Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence. And uh, 30, 40 people. Are you reading with me or not? Verse 15. How many folks? couple of hundred anyway what a multitude if you look it up a multitude is thousands of people there's places in the bible where a multitude is called uh, thousands are called a multitude what about a great multitude thousands. that's way more what about great multitudes Whoa. Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. <laughs> huh you get a glimpse into it uh, in the feeding of the multitude, don't you? Yeah. Feeding of the what? Multitude. multitude. Now, in this case, it's just talking about multitude. We read multitudes, but the feeding of the multitude, 5,000 men, not counting women and children. You could easily have 10,000 people out there. Well, what about a great multitude? More than that. What about great multitudes? Big crowds. John, I don't think we realize how big the crowds were sometimes in his ministry. You're talking 20, 30, 40, 50,000 people. We haven't had these pictures, have we? Did you know the church, the church and churches in the book of Acts were giant? They were huge. People get saved three and four and 10,000 in a day. Hmm? I don't believe in big churches. I just don't like the feel of them. (laughs) Well, you wouldn't have liked the churches in Acts. Well, we're having fun tonight now, aren't we? When Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence. Great multitudes uh, followed him. And he healed them. them all 
Oh, now this is one of the most powerful ones of these that we'll read. When you really get the idea of how many people he's talking about. These are not all church going folk. These are not all synagogue visiting folk. This is an open air meeting. People can just walk up from anywhere, from doing anything, right? And you're going to tell me among 20, 30, 40,000 people, we can't find anybody that it's not God's will to heal? There's nobody that's just not quite ready for this big blessing? Not a one? He healed, read it, come on, read it, read it, read it out of the book. He healed them all. Glory to God, glory to God. He healed them all. He healed them all. He healed them all. He healed them all. Yeah, but it might not be God's will to heal you. He healed them all. He healed them all. We're not through. And we've read scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture. Said he healed them everyone. He healed them all. He healed them everyone. He healed them all. Show me some scripture where it says it's not always his will. Show me. And we can talk. And you might say, Brother Keith, why do you keep saying that? Because, friend, millions of Christians don't believe. It's his will for them to be healed. Or that they're not sure. They hope it is. But how am I going to know? You find the will of God in the word of God. And no matter what you see or don't see, we are people of faith. Hmm? No matter what you hear about any, well, (laughs) the will of God is revealed. In the word of God, Jesus is the word of God. And everything he said and everything he did, you are hearing the will of God. You are seeing the will of God. What do we just get through seeing? What is that? Will of God. He healed them all is the will of God. Say it out loud. He healed them all is the will of God. Say it again. He healed them all is the will of God. Go to the 14th chapter, please. 14, 14, 14. I don't know if you're keeping count or not, but we have now looked at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven scriptures that say this. 14, 14. Jesus went forth and saw what? A great multitude and was moved to prove his deity. No. Moved with compassion. Is he still moved with compassion today when people hurt? Yes, he is. Toward them, and as a result, what did he do? Hmm? He healed their sick. Now, there refers back to what? The people in the great multitude. Skip on down to verse 34. When they were gone over, they came to the land of Gennesaret. And when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all that country round about and brought unto him. I mean, they cleaned out the hospitals. Didn't they? They cleaned out the hospitals. 
all the people that were sick or diseased throughout that whole community. They went and got them and brought them out there and besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And what happened? And as many as touched, half that touched, part of them that touched, as many as touched were made perfectly whole. Turn to Luke 6. Read Luke's account of the same thing. Luke 6. Luke 6. He says it like this in the Verse 17, the people came down, a great multitude of people out of all Judea, Luke 6, 17, all Judea, Jerusalem, from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and they that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed, and the whole multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue or power out of him, and healed them all. How many? He said a great multitude. Everybody that had any sick in the whole country, they brought them. How many of them got healed? All. 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 Hmm? Not most of them. Not part of them. Not some of them. Not a few of them. All of them got healed. What are we looking at? We are looking at the unchanging. Will of God for all people, including you, for all time, including right now. Hmm? He has never changed. He never will. This is the will of God. This is point to your Bible. Say this is the will of God. Say this is the will of God for me. Will of God for me now. This is the will of God for everybody. This is the will of God for everybody. Hallelujah. Everybody. Everybody. What if I don't see it? What if I don't see it? What if somebody I know prayed? What if so? What if? Well, you know anybody that didn't receive Jesus? Have you heard about anybody that rejected Jesus and didn't change it before they died? Was it the will of God for them to die like that? No. No. Just because something happens, that does not prove the will of God. Just because something does not happen. That does not prove the will of God. Hmm? Where are you going to find the will of God? In the word of God. This is it. This is it. And this is what we believe. No matter what we see. No matter what we don't see. This is what we believe. We walk by faith. We don't have to see it to believe it. Right? We believe this. We believe this. We believe this. We believe it. Glory to God. Can you take a little more? I'm thinking of a lot of things. I'm just trying to choose my words carefully here. Uh, 15. Matthew 15. We've seen 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. How many scriptures does it take? Like I said, how many have they shown us to prove that it's not always His will? Uh, Matthew 15 and 30. How many people were there? Not just a multitude. Not just a great multitude. 
great multitudes came to him. Boy, when the word gets out, you can get healed down there. Yeah, but I hadn't always lived right. Hey, man, I saw some people look worse than you down there get healed. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what a rascal I've been. Hey, let me tell you about some people I saw in line yesterday. You look good beside them. Come on, man. Come on. I'm telling you, everybody is getting healed down here. Everybody. Everybody. Oh, let's believe that. See, now we believe that concerning being born again, don't we? We believe that. You couldn't knock it out of us. Nobody can come and tell us, oh, no, that might not be God's will to save them. Are you kidding? No way you're going to make us believe that. No, but they've been mean. They've been bad. They've done this. They did, you know. No, it's God's will for all to be saved. It's not his will that any should perish. Now, when we get where we believe like that about healing, we'll see healings just as regularly as we see new births. We're having to overcome centuries of error being taught in the church. But we're getting there, aren't we? Stay with it. Keep plugging. Don't be mean. Don't be pushy. Just don't change. (laughs) Off the Bible. Fifteen, are you there? Great multitudes came to him, having with them those that were lame and blind and dumb and maimed and many others, and cast them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. Not part of them, he healed them. Insomuch that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak, the maimed to behold, the lame to walk, and the blind to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. It's not disease that glorifies God. It's healing that glorifies God. It's not sin that glorifies God. Salvation glorifies God. It's not destruction. It's deliverance. It's not poverty. It's abundance that glorifies God. Now, I've said it different ways, but let me see if I can, can say it this way. You've got to believe this when you don't see it. That's right. You've got to proclaim it when everything around you tells you it's not so. Remember Brother Hagin, Kenneth Hagin, my father in the faith said, God taught him about prosperity and that it was his will for him to prosper. He hadn't heard it taught and he got it from the Lord. He got it from the scripture. He got it from the spirit. And he said, I was broke. Every month I'm going in the hole. I owe several notes and all I've been able to do for months is pay a little interest on them. And he said, I would go and preach God wants us to prosper. And I'd come back and have two nickels in my pocket and have to walk home because my car was wore out. You had to sell it for junk. And he's preaching what? What's he preaching? It's God's will for us to prosper. Boy, he didn't look like it. He said his uh, family wasn't properly fed. His children weren't adequately clothed. He didn't have money to do what he needed to do. Walk into the meetings. And get there and preach. God wants us rich. God wants us rich. Well, he made it. And God blessed him. And usually when he'd tell that story, he'd get to laughing and kicking and say, and he did it too. (laughs) He's made me rich. And he did. But you don't wait 
until you see it to start preaching it. You believe it and preach it when it don't look like it. It doesn't feel like it. There were some uh, individuals in the healing school where I taught there at his ministry. Came, had a little boy. I think he was, uh, what was he, about five years old, six maybe. Diagnosed terminal cancer. Been in that, out of a couple of the best clinics in the world. Nothing against them. They just said they couldn't help him. Nothing they could do. Been through all kind of treatments. They said, well, you know, just enjoy the last days you have. I mean, there's nothing can be done. Nothing medical science can do. As a last resort, they came out to Brother Hagin's ministry because they knew about his testimony. He had been healed and about healing school. We wound up in there with them. And they stayed with us for week after week. Both of them were attorneys. The man and the woman were attorneys. And uh, we laid hands on that boy. He had, uh, they said he had cancerous growths all in his brain, in his head, and all over his body. Isn't the devil a sorry, mean devil? Yeah. I tell you what, when he gets thrown in hell, I'm not going to shed a tear. Because yeah. <laughs> he's got it coming. Yeah. He, what a sorry devil. He is the destroyer, the killer, the thief. But these folk, we, we laid hands on that child's head and cursed that cancer, commanded it to die and dry up. Spoke healing over the baby. Well, he didn't look any better. He still had all the symptoms. Still jaundiced and, and yellow and thin and starving. And uh, his parents took him home. Back, They lived several states away. And I found this out later. They went home and started a healing class in their house. Now, the boy still looks at death's door. They're having to pick him up, carry him around. Doctors said he may not live out the week. But they invite people to come to their house. And they proclaim that he was healed and it was God's will to heal them. You could look at him and man, he looks anything but healed. But they preached it. Week after week. They proclaimed it. And he didn't die. And he got a little better. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> and they sent me a picture. Oh, was it about 18 months later? He was smiling. His hair had grown back. He'd put up, look like a normal, what, seven, eight-year-old boy? They said he's healed. He's eating good. He's gained his weight. He's not having the pain. Glory to God. Doctors say they don't understand it, but he's doing wonderful. And I thought, what if they had waited? What if they, we're going to wait till we see and prove. And that's not how it works. You believe, yes. then you see. Yes. Oh, come on now. Yes, you decide the Bible's true, even though it doesn't look like it in my life. It doesn't feel like it in my life, but it's true. Yes. Yea, let God be true yes. and every man a liar. Come let on, God be on. true. This is true. Yes. This is the will of God. Yes. 
Don't care what happened to them or what happened to them or who said so and so or what preacher said or who wrote the book. This is the will of God. This is what I'm holding to. Somebody says, what if you're holding to that and it didn't work? What better way to meet God than with the word of God in your mouth? Saying, I believe you. (laughs) Sitting around going, I doubt it. I just don't think anything's going to happen. (laughs) But the word of God cannot fail. I said the word of God cannot fail and does not fail. Can we believe the word? No matter what. Can you be broke as broke can be and still believe it's God's will for me to be prosperous? Can you believe it? Yes, you can. Can you feel powerless and dumb and unfruitful and unsuccessful and believe you are more than a conqueror through Christ? You've been made the righteousness of God in Christ and he always causes you to triumph. What if you start believing that and saying it? It'll come to pass in your life. Where are you? Matthew 15. 30 and 31. We read it. Go to 19. Verse 2. I'm just about done. With half a page. (laughs) And I had two. But are you planning on coming back? Next week? Well I hope so. Some folk after tonight. They may not want to. But we are only interested in your good. What do we have to gain? You know, this is for you. This affects you. It's your right. It's your privilege to be delivered, to be saved, to be free, to be healed, to be prosperous. And make up your mind you're going to believe it. Hmm? And set your face. I remember when the change came in Phyllis's in my life financially. Never forget it. We had already been to Rama. We'd been there two years and graduated. I was already in the ministry. I was traveling. I was teaching in the school. And I got fed up with being broke. Just every time you turn around, not enough, not enough, not couldn't do this, couldn't do that, couldn't do the other. And I remember I one. Afternoon, I came in from work and I went into the bedroom and it was so strong in my heart, I just fell across the bed and I wept before the Lord. I said, Lord, this is not your fault. I know it's not your fault. The way we have struggled and the way we've been behind and stayed behind year after year and struggled and not had enough, this is not your word. This is not your will. And I don't care what I see, I'm asking you, help me. Help me. Bring me up to what I see in your word. Because I'd been studying it and seeing it and preaching on it. I didn't see it in my life, but I saw it in the book. Lord, bring me up to this. Whatever it takes. Hook me up with the people that can help me. Help me to get the materials in my hand. Open my eyes. Help me. Show me what I'm not doing. I cried out to him in sincerity. I didn't see it all that day. But he heard my prayer. I said, he heard my prayer. We weren't out of all our difficulties by the end of the month. But he heard my prayer. He granted my request. It seemed like for the next five years, every day, he was showing me things about prayer. The first several things he showed me, things I knew and was not doing. I knew it. Wasn't doing it. 
How many understand knowing is not the same thing as doing? And he took me one by one and one by one. And I'm telling you, we begin to come up. We begin to come out. We begin to have money come in like we never had come in. We begin to sow like we never had before. And praise God, we're still going. But you got to get serious about it and not just lay around and wait and see what's going to happen and say, nah, it's here. It's in the Bible. It's in the book. And I'm going to have it. If Jesus bought it, if he paid for it, I'm going to have it. No matter how long it takes, what I got to do to stand and persist, I'm going to have this in my life. You got to be willing to stay with it month after month, year after year. And if you do, you'll have it. You'll see it. 19, are you there? Again, verse 2, great multitudes followed him. And what happened? He healed them there. 21st chapter, Matthew. 21. I don't know if we've seen this like we should have. You remember when Jesus got upset? Got mad? Hmm? Somebody said, Jesus got mad? Oh, yeah. Threw the tables over. Grabbed the tables and slung them. And coins and stuff went flying. Remember that? And took a whip. Talking about Jesus now. With a whip. And a real stern look in his eye. And cleared that place. Hmm? What do you need that whip for? I guess he's. I guess he's. They sure cleared out fast for some reason. In the middle of this. Look at this. Verse 12, Matthew 21, 12. Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. He said, it is written, my house shall be called the house of prayer, but you've made it a den of thieves. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple. He said, not now, I'm busy. He said, can't you see I'm upset? We're not having a healing meeting in here. We're having a cleaning house. Everybody wants to get healed. Everywhere I go, everybody wants to get healed. It's not always the will of God. You understand, sometimes God's doing something else. You'd get that impression from some of the stuff that people say. Well, God's so busy, you know. My little old physical things, I... I know they don't rate very big on the scale of stuff that he's having to deal with. You don't even believe that yourself. Hush. (laughs) Just trying to sound humble and got nothing to do with it. (laughs) He's God. The Almighty. I've heard people say, well, I don't want to bother the Lord. I don't want to bother the... You are underestimating him. Big time. Because people got this picture of God, like we've said before, sitting at the old telephone operator switchboard (laughs) on the throne. And and the the prayer calls are coming in and the uh, lights are flashing. And God's having to plug in and answer this prayer. And the prime minister and the soldier in the the front line. And and, he's busy. He's busy. You don't want to bother him because he... Man, the whole prayer switchboard's lit up and flashing. And you I thought I saw a couple of drops of perspiration on, on the Father's face. 
No. No. There is no heavenly switchboard. Hmm? God wouldn't even have a computer. Computer to him be like an ox cart. Just have no use for such a primitive device. We think we're so high tech. You wait till you get to heaven. You go find out about high tech. God the Father is not old. No perspiration on his brow. He is not loaded and almost overwhelmed with all of the needs of all of the people on the planet. He's sitting on the throne. The almighty complete peace. Complete power. Complete joy. And he can hear the king's prayer and the widow's prayer and the soldier's prayer and your prayer. And like we've said before, find you a parking place downtown at the same time. I don't want to bother the Lord. No, the Bible says you have not because you ask not, not because God's too busy doing other things to fool with you. How many believe God really is God? He can hear it all at the same time. He can answer it all at the same time. If everybody on the planet made a demand on his power at the same time, the lights in heaven wouldn't even flicker. He's God. He's the Almighty. He created the heavens and the earth. And He is your healer. I said He is your healer. He is your healer. No, in the midst of Him doing all this and throwing tables and cracking the whip, the blind and the lame came to Him in the temple. And what did He do? What did He do? What did He do? Healed one of them as an example. No, no, he healed them. Them refers to them that came. And we saw in other scriptures again and again, it used the word like all and every and as many as touch. The implication is the same. What are we looking at? We are sure it's God's will for all to be healed today because of the ministry of Jesus. Because the ministry of Jesus is a direct revelation of the unchanging Will of God for all men, for all time. He used to heal them all. Thank God, He still does. He, see, you don't even like the sound of that, do you? You're like, what do you mean used to? Is He the same yesterday, today, and forever? Well, if He used to heal them all, He still heals them all because it's the will of God. And we're going to believe that no matter what we see. No matter what we hear, no matter what we feel, no matter what we personally experience, the Bible is right. The Bible is it. It's the will of God. Stand on your feet, please. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Somebody say, I'm going to hold out for the perfect will of God. I'm not going to settle. For anything less. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries and Faith Life Church. If you would like to help send this word to others at no charge, you can become a word sender today. For more information, visit our website at morelife.org.